Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. Oh, it's me on the screen. Leif is over there editing a video and we're here recording our bonus episode. And the reason I said that's me is because Leif is editing for a some video. reason uh, our wedding video. Can you send that to me, Leif? <laughs> Leif um, is joining us in the studio today, but not really because he doesn't have a microphone. He's just using his own headphones and working. Well, we're Are also you making working. me an anniversary present, Leif? That would that would have been cute, actually. Yeah. Um, what's up, guys? Welcome to a bonus episode. We are very excited. I'm very excited about this episode, actually. Same, 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 same. We've been, been a long time coming. Yeah, I was going to say, we've been t- talking a lot about this subject, a ton about it recently. So we figured, why not share share the love with you guys? What started this little topic? Yeah, like I feel like we, what what sparked it? I don't I remember, even really know. I remember I asked on my Instagram, like, what books do you like for the law of attraction? But there was some some reason that it like, got brought up in the first place. And I don't like, remember Probably because our lives were both going out of control and spiraling. <laughs> like, I need something. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. But anyways, I asked for some law of attraction, manifestation stuff on my Instagram. Got a lot of suggestions and a lot of people saying it changed their lives. And me and Jacey have been reading books about it. I've watched some YouTube videos. We've been looking into it. And our mood has drastically changed. Improved. I feel like. The last couple weeks. Let's let's give them a quick life update for mostly your life this week. And okay. then we'll dive in. Well, in the spirit of this podcast <laughs> episode, I'm going to try and be as positive as possible. So I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before. I know I said at our live event, so maybe you remember. But Sophie was super sick when we moved here. Um, she had like an episode that was pretty scary to us. And we had to take her to the emergency vet. She had to stay there overnight. And they ran a bunch of tests on her, couldn't really find anything. And now she's just been progressively having like intermittent, I guess you could call it, gastrointestinal issues. So she'll have like gurgly tummy. And I'm not really going to get into the symptoms because I don't want a bunch of messages telling me what people think Diagnosis is. Yeah, because we're working with the vet. But We've been talking to the vet. We just met with an internal medicine vet today, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm more of like, it's good because me and Nick balance each other out. I'm very like holistic Eastern medicine, like less intrusive, less invasive, the better. And Nick is very much like Western medicine, like, you know. Just get the job done. And so we get a good, we get a good medium when us two are together because I feel like sometimes I'm a little too much like on the other side mm-hmm. and he's too much on it like take an aspirin for everything in your life mm-hmm. and so we've come to a good place with our vet if you guys have experienced issues with your pet being sick I don't have kids so I don't know what that's like but it's so frustrating when you're when your dog is sick because they can't say what it is versus like your husband or someone can be like oh my stomach hurts I don't know it's kind of rumly or it's like mm-hmm. they can express exactly what it is with a dog you're kind of guessing I have no idea you're like are on. you feeling sick are you feeling whatever overall I'm very grateful because she's been super enthusiastic she's overall very healthy so very grateful for that and very grateful for her in general this has made me appreciate her so much more so and I feel like you guys are finally getting to a place where yeah. we're making progress you kind of think you have an idea of what's mm-hmm. going on exactly so hopefully. we've been we've been like crossing out options which each time you're there's a weird part of you that hopes it's positive for something because you just want to know what it is. So every time like, it's negative, congrats. I'm like, yay. But then I'm like, but then, then what, what is, is it? it? Yeah. So we're figuring it out Um, and we'll see how it goes. I think she's honestly just stressed. Yeah. And something that I read in The Secret, which is the book about law of attraction that I read first, which we're going to get into, 
is that a lot of sicknesses, basically they're saying all sicknesses come from stress, not just necessarily like stress about job, but stress in your body. Any kind of stress will build up disease or build up sicknesses. And so I truly believe that. Mm -hmm. So I think she did have a lot of stress um, from having a new routine, new environment. She went from having a backyard to having to like go out and take a walk, which is great. But when she sees a bunch of other dogs, I think stresses her out. So that's a perfect lead into today's discussion. And JC, what book did you read? So I am currently reading Super Attractor. Um, I'm not finished yet, but I'm really, really enjoying it. It's by uh, Gabrielle Bernstein. I believe that's how you pronounce it. And Berenstein? <laughs> like Berenstein Bears <laughs> is what I'm reading. Um, and yeah, it's all about being a super attractor, attracting good things or things being that you want. super attractive. Yeah, into your life. Nice. So I'm really enjoying it. And I want to read it too. Yeah, you should. I think you'd really like it. Can I have your Kindle? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. I just rediscovered my Kindle. So Leif got me a Kindle two years ago for Christmas. And I used it a few times. I go in and out of reading. I was going to um, say, I feel like when you got it, it was kind of random because I feel like you you read so much now, but at that point, yeah, I, feel like you I wasn't been. reading a ton. And so I used it here and there, kind of forgot about it, to be honest. It was in my office for a long time. And then I started getting really into reading recently. It's funny because I got into reading right before quarantine. Like that's I started, lucky. Yeah, I started reading a bunch. And now that I have even more time, I have been so obsessed with reading. It's to the point where I've said this before, probably on the podcast, but I feel like, especially if I'm reading a novel, I feel like it is literally like a show that I just want to keep watching. So mm -hmm. I read an entire book in one day, the other day. Like I read just wow. an actual whole novel, which I know that's not insane, but like for me, I've never just sat yeah. down and read for like five hours straight. And it was called The Other Woman. It's very, Ooh. I will say it's kind of um, like cheesy. Is that the right word? Like some things in it, you're like, that's a little, that's a little far-fetched or unrealistic. Mm -hmm. But it still held my attention. Like I had to know what happened. So I enjoyed it for sure. Like it was definitely a page turner. And you're just like, what is going to happen in this book? So I read that. You know what I have to do though, is if I'm reading a self-help book or something like that, I kind of have to balance it out. I sometimes read two books at once, not literally at one time, but like because sometimes I'll get a little bit <laughs> bored <laughs> if I'm just reading a self-help book. Sometimes I'm like, eh, this is not, I'm not so excited to read it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes I am, but. Well, also it's a lot to take in versus a novel where it's like a story. Yes. A self-help book, it's like each chapter has so much in Each sentence, you're just like, oh my gosh. So it's hard to take it all in in one day. It's yeah. like you have to space it out. I I do the same thing. Yeah. So I, but I think reading novels right now is so fun, especially in this time, because it does feel like kind of an escape from, like you're reading just, it's like a Netflix series that you're binging, but you're just reading it. It's like, mm -hmm. you want to know what happens next and it's someone else's reality. It's just a fun story. You know what I mean? So yeah. I've been really enjoying that, but yeah. Um, Super I will Attractor say is very you good. have influenced me to read actual books instead of, because I always listen to audiobooks, but I have been so sick of screens that yeah. I'm like, even like listening to something while I'm doing something, I'm like, I just want to look at something besides the screen. So I ordered, for the first time in a long time, I got a physical book and I was reading it and I was like, this feels so much better on my eyes than mm -hmm. if I was to like read something or watch a YouTube video or anything else. It feels really good. No, I, I love having actual an actual mm -hmm. book and real paper for sure. But I will say that the Kindle truly is amazing because it doesn't have the blue light. So it's not hard on your eyes at all, but you have the luxury. Sometimes I want to kind of like lay down-ish. Yes, and when you're reading a book, annoying. you're like, okay, this is annoying. Like I can't lay I on your have side. to sit yeah, up and read it. And with the Kindle, it has like this little thing. So you can just completely lay down on your side and read and it doesn't hurt your eyes. So honestly, I love the Kindle. Yeah, I that's think awesome. it is so good. If you are a reader, if you want to start reading, I would highly, highly recommend mm -hmm. it. And it's also just has like a store on it. So you can just buy any book and get it within literally one second. You yeah. just push buy and then it's like read and it's just right there. And yeah, I mean, I still Everyone love Everyone I know books. that has a Kindle is obsessed. Though. Like my mom, my dad, my brother, like they all love their Kindles. It's actually, yeah, I'm really, really learning. I felt, I felt, what's the word I'm looking for? Smart. <gasps> 
we rekindled our love. Aww. I rekindled my love with it. Wait, that's cute. That is cute. A love story. Okay, well, Chelsea, I feel like you should kind of start with this discussion. Actually, you know what? I wanted to give a quick disclaimer. Okay. I feel like you know almost more about it, about the law of attraction than me because you read that whole book and you're reading another one. Um, but I wanted to say this. So it's false. <laughs> I'm like, not true. Um, I feel like the law of attraction has a lot of misconceptions around it or people think of it a certain way. This is why I say this. So uh, probably a few months back, I don't remember how, when this was, I kind of joked around about how I manifested to finding a parking spot because Leif and I were driving around and we were by the beach and we could not find a parking spot for maybe 45 minutes. It was getting to the point where we were both so annoyed and we were like, should we just go home? This is so ridiculous. We're never going to find a spot. And then I said, let's change our mindset. Let's just tell ourselves and like truly believe we are going to find a parking spot soon. I kid you not, less than like a few minutes, we found a great parking spot and we were both shook and we were like, okay, was that a coincidence or what? You know, so I got on my Insta story and I told the little story and I was like, so yeah, I just manifested a parking spot. And then I got a bunch of messages that said, which I think this is so silly, but anyway, they said like, wait, I thought you were a Christian. And basically, I get the vibe that a lot of people think that if you're a Christian or, you know, with certain religions, you can't believe in the law of attraction or practice manifestation because that doesn't coincide. But personally, I believe that they go really hand in hand and they're actually um, very similar to each other. And we'll go kind of into why we believe that. But Basically, I just wanted to give that disclaimer because I feel like a few years ago, to be honest, if I heard someone saying like, oh, the universe and the law of attraction and manifesting what you want in your life, I'd be like, yada, yada, yada. That is a bunch of crap. And also, I don't believe in that at all. That's what I think I would have felt like. So to all of you people who feel like that, I just want to kind of make that, I don't know, I guess disclaimer. Yeah. So that your eyes might be opened or maybe you'll look at it a different way after you hear this episode. Mm -hmm. Um. And as always— Also, like you were saying earlier, it's it almost strengthens your faith because when people do say the universe, they're usually referring to their version of God, basically. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about this, like, greater force. And for a lot of people, that they believe that that is God. So you can look at it both ways. Like, it, it basically, what we were saying earlier is—and we'll get into the details of it, but it's basically the concept of, like, praying and asking God for things that you want and things that like for happiness and and things like that and having faith and being grateful. And it's not like, it's not in my opinion, some, you know, crazy witchcraft. No, not at all. Which I think it, it gets the, people get the vibe that that's what it is. So the law of attraction, if you don't know what it even is, or you're unfamiliar kind of with the term It's basically the belief that positive or negative thoughts bring positive or negative experiences into a person's life. And to me, I feel like that is just the truth. Like, it feels like that's not even a concept that's, you know what I mean? That can be proven either way. It just feels like that is how life works. Like, when you are searching for positivity, you notice positivity more often. When you're searching for negativity, you see negativity in your life more often. I just truly believe that's just how life works. And I've seen that a ton in my own life. And something that I really liked that um, the book that I'm reading, Super Attractor, talked about is she said, believing in the law of attraction or manifestation, it doesn't mean that nothing is ever going to go wrong in your life and that your life is going to be free of challenges and that everything you want will be handed to you on a on a silver platter. It just means that you, like you, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, You attract what you put out. Yeah. You attract what you put out. And also challenges are put into your life for the purpose of making you stronger and you can become a better person because of them, which in my opinion goes right along with faith of like, you know, I believe that God has a plan for me. Mm -hmm. And that seems to go hand in hand with the concept of manifestation or the law of attraction is Yes, hard things have happened in my life and they continue to happen. I get challenged all the time, but I can always look back and see that my life has a purpose and that I'm getting closer and closer to who I want to be because of those trials. And I think that is exactly what, you know, 
mm-hmm. the law of attraction is all about anyway. Well, and I feel like when I was reading The Secret, it, it really made me think of every Disney movie I've ever seen. And so I feel like that's kind of how to people who don't necessarily know what it is or are new to it, it's like a good way to describe it. Like every single Disney movie you've seen when you were little, it's always about like believe in yourself. And if you believe that you can do it, you can. Like even the dumbest examples of like a character wanting to jump across a huge, you know, thing. And they're like, if you just believe you can, you can. And they're like, they're so confident and they jump and they make it. And you're like, what the heck? That's mm-hmm. literally what it is. It's like what you believe that you can do and that you'd accomplish and that you deserve, you will get. And they're saying, it's in the secret. It's very, I don't know how to explain it, but first of all, the secret was first a movie or a documentary or something. I haven't seen it, but I did write, read the book and it's by Rhonda Byrne, I believe, if you want to go read it. It's a very quick read. I listened to it and it only took me four hours. And she basically just explains it very plainly and bluntly. And she says it's a law of attraction. It's scientific. Whether you believe that or not, it's it can be proven because it's all about the frequency of your thoughts and your feelings. Like your thoughts can be, they've done tests or studies or whatever you want to call it, where your thoughts can literally be seen as a frequency in your brain. So your frequencies turn into matter. So your thoughts turn into things basically. And it's all about, the secret is all about changing your frequency. So whatever your frequency is, it's going to match the universe, God, the energy will be matched to your frequency. If you're putting out a low frequency, the universe will match that. If And I'm going to just say universe because it's just universal. Um, and that's what they always say in the book. So that can be interchanged as God or whatever yeah. you want to believe in. Yeah. Or if you have a high frequency, the universe will match that. It doesn't know. It, it's not thinking like this is good or bad and punishing you, whatever. It's not rewarding. It's just matching what you're doing. So, um, The way she explains it, which has really made it click for me, is it's like a TV. So if you change the channel, like the other channels are still happening. Like if you change it to watch Modern Family, the other channels are still on. Like there's still the news. Those are still on, but you're only paying attention to Modern Family. That's You've changed your frequency to that. So that's how the universe works. It's like if whatever you change your mind to, that's what you're going to see the most. And so you can do that with life, being positive and being grateful. And it's not about expecting things. Um, It's not being like, okay, this is a a poor example of trying to attract something to your life. If I don't get a million dollars, I will be so mad and sad and other people have it. So why can't I? Like just very ungrateful, expecting things exactly how how you want it to be and um, stressing about it and chasing after it. A good example of attracting something into your life, and I saw this on a YouTube video, and I literally forgot her name, and that's so bad because I was going to write it down so I could give her credit. Um, Maybe we can give her credit on our Instagram. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll try and link it on my story, is if you want a Tesla, for example. Say want that's a Tesla? Yeah. Okay. Say, say your dream car. Close your eyes and picture yourself in a Tesla, a new Tesla, like you just got it. You're sitting in there. You're sitting on the white leather seats, whatever you want. You picture your hands on the steering wheel. Picture yourself driving it. Like think of the feelings that you would have. Like feel like you just gotten a new Tesla, like your new Tesla. And you can literally feel like, oh my gosh, this feels like exciting. And that is how you manifest something basically in a simple form. And you're like so grateful. Oh my gosh, I'm so grateful I got this car. I'm so excited. And then you like let it go. And you're not thinking like, if I don't get that Tesla, because you already feel like you got it. So it doesn't really matter if you actually physically get it or not. And the law of attraction in the, in the secrets, she basically says it will come to you. I haven't yet got a Tesla, but <laughs> I know a lot of people who have done similar things. Jim Carrey, for example, wrote the like, was it 10 million or a million dollar check to himself? Yeah, and I remember that. I don't remember Years exactly. before he was an actor, he wrote a check to himself, like to put in his bank account and he made it to $10 million. And he's like, someday I will have enough to cash this check. Was it really 10 million? I think it was 10 million. Okay. And then later on, like years down the road, he got um, offered to do Dumb and Dumber and they paid him $10 million. And he was like able to do that. And he always kept it in his wallet. And it's things like that. And basically the secret is called the secret because she's saying for centuries, like forever, people have known about this and they don't want to tell people because 
they want to keep it to themselves, which is selfish, but everyone should know about the secret that you can literally get whatever you want in life. Wow. It's a bold statement, but it's what she says. Yeah. So. Well, I, I was telling Chelsea um, before we started recording this that this is obviously on a much smaller scale, but I was saying when we, when Leif and I first moved to California, we had a few thousand dollars to our name. And when you consider the fact that where we lived, like where our first apartment was, I think around $1,500 a month in California. And when you only have a few thousand dollars and your rent is $1,500, like you do the math Mm -hmm. and you don't, you don't have much money to spare. You don't have, you know, it's not like we were rolling up to California with 50 grand in our bank accounts and we're just ready. We have, you know, a year's rent paid already. But I told her, I truly, truthfully, truthfully did not have one ounce of doubt that we could do that. And I, that is a a big reason for that is because I was very naive and I was young and we were in love and I was just excited about moving and making our dreams come true and yada, yada. But I think a huge reason that our dreams did come true and that we were able to like make it in California and be able to pay our rent and be able to move up, you know, the ladder per se and be able to get a nicer apartment and like make more money is because literally I had no doubt at Mm -hmm. all. It it never even crossed my mind like, oh, I hope we can do this. I hope we can afford it. We were just so positive and excited moving here. And I truly believe that because of that attitude and of course some hard work, like we were able to just make it happen. And I, I wonder if we would have been, you know, less naive and been a little older and gone through hard experiences if we would have been able to make all the things happen that we did. And like, I remember people even saying, because I mean, I still think I'm young. I'm 25. But when we just got married, I was 21. And it's like, I remember people thinking it was so ridiculous and like unrealistic how much we were traveling and things like that. Like people are like, you guys are, that's silly. Like, Mm -hmm. what are you doing spending your money on traveling and, and stuff? But like, again, we were naive, but we were also just like, we believed in what we were doing and we were just having so much fun. And that's another thing that I want to talk about is having fun. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But that it just was, it was fine. And everything just was going like, you know what I mean? Well, and also I feel like with that, that's a good example of something else is focusing on what you want and not on what you don't want. Like you're, you weren't thinking, oh, I really don't want to like this to happen to us. I don't want this to happen. It's just like, all you were thinking about is I want this to happen. I want this to happen. I want this. And the more that you think about what you don't want, so this is this is what the secret says as well, is that the universe or God does not hear don't or won't. So if you say, I don't want to be poor, it takes it as like, I want to be poor, or it doesn't hear not either. So it's like, I you know don't want to go bankrupt, whatever it is. I don't want to fail at this. That's what it hears because it, it, you're focusing on the negative part of it. You're not thinking about the opposite side of the spectrum, which would be like, I want to, I want to succeed. Yeah. I want to um, be comfortable. I want to, you know, be thriving in my business. Then it will match that frequency. But if you're saying all the time, like things that you don't want, you're attracting those things without, without realizing it. Like, oh, I don't want to, I don't know. I can't, I don't really want to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't trying to manifest uh, yeah. the negatives. Um, well, I think that's the thing about this whole concept is like, even if you think it's a whole bunch of crap and you're like, whatever, you cannot make what you want to happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even if you think it's silly, to me, I just feel like why not though? Why not be positive? Because it makes your life so much better. And it's like, yes, there will always be, I can think of a million things to focus on right now that are not amazing in my life that are, that could be a lot better. But why would I give that energy when I have the opportunity to be positive and feel so much better? Mm -hmm. Like literally when I'm being positive, my soul and just everything about me feels happy and good. Yeah, And and not to say you ignore, you know, the hard things in your life. Cause of course, like at times you have to face hard things, but I just feel like whenever you can be positive, why not? Why yeah. not try? Well, and we were just talking about this. It's like, I think people think that reality is always negative. Like, well, you just have to come back to reality. And that re- reality for everybody is 
that it's not good, that life is bad. But that's your reality. It's not true. It doesn't have to be. Like your reality could be that life is good. Like because you're putting all of your energy into looking into what is good about life. Because there's plenty of people. Actually, there's basically two types of people. People that say that the world is bad and people that say that the world is good. When you say that the world is good, you're not, this is what we said a couple weeks ago too. You're not taking away necessarily from those people who are suffering. Being positive never hurts anybody. It really doesn't. Like you can still sympathize and you can still help and you can still reach out, but you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you're being negative, there's really no room for you to help others anyways. Mm -hmm. So the best thing you can do for those things is to be positive and put energy into everything that's going good. And another thing is what you resist persists. And this is actually something I've said for, well, I I didn't make it up, but it's with health as well. Whatever you're thinking about, you can't eat. I've done that so many times. Like I can't eat this. Oh my gosh. Instead of focusing on all the things I can eat and that I want to eat and that are nutritional or nutritious. And when you stop focusing on what you can't eat, like, oh, I just, I can't today eat I'm sugar. not going to eat sugar. Oh my gosh, I'm not going to eat sugar today. I'm not going to eat sugar today. But all you're thinking about is sugar versus if you try and switch that to, oh my gosh, I can eat like this really healthy meal today. I'm going to feel so good. Um, I can't believe that I have the ability to like have access to these foods that some people like aren't fortunate enough to get. Like I can, you know, be grateful for it. I, I have to say something else. This has not, this doesn't have to do with the law of attraction, but I recently read this book called Running for My Life. And it's mm-hmm. about this kid from Africa who actually ended up moving to the US and becoming an Olympian by like some stroke of it, it was insane. But anyway, how he grew up was literally having no food and water and eating food out of the trash and stuff like that. And he said when he came to America, he it was his first time on an airplane and like he got placed with this family and whatever. He was in high school and they took him to this sandwich shop um, like right when he had gotten off the plane and he was feeling like really nervous and also sick because it was like his first time on a plane. He was traveling. It was just this crazy experience. So he didn't really have like he couldn't felt like he couldn't really eat. So he ate half of the sandwich and they're like, oh, you can just throw the rest of it away. And he's like, I couldn't even bear that. Like I couldn't even bear the thought of throwing that food away because I would have killed for that when I like was living in Africa. And it just made me realize like anytime we eat dinner and then we have leftovers and I'm throwing it away, I'm like, even just on my plate, I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh. Like it makes, it made me so much more aware of, first of all, how wasteful we are in America, but also it truly like changed my perspective and did make me feel so grateful for the food that we have. And it's like, even when you're like, oh, all you have is, you know, this like salad. It's like, that is so, we're so fortunate to have Mm -hmm. that food and to have clean water that there's literally always something to be grateful for. Yeah, exactly. Like always look for what to be grateful for. And to like, again, it's like you're putting energy into that gratitude. You're going to feel good. And that's another thing is your thoughts and your feelings are different. Like Mm -hmm. they're separate things, but they do coincide with each other. So if you're having, how many times have you been like feeling bad and, but also having good thoughts? It usually doesn't happen. Vice versa, if you're feeling really good, you can't be simultaneously having bad thoughts and still be feeling good. It's like as soon as you start having bad thoughts, you start feeling bad. So Mm -hmm. she was saying, um, and also something that we were just talking about that I run into a lot is when I, you can't help thoughts coming into your head. Mm -hmm. Like worst case scenario, like what ifs, what ifs? Like it's impossible to try and get rid of those. So that's out of the question. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But the thing that you're trying to work on is changing those up. So whether it's, um, changing your feelings. Something she's saying is like your feelings, again, the frequency of it. If you want to feel good, surround yourself with good music, um, good movies, good Netflix series, good books, good people, um, good environment, whatever it is, that's going to change how you feel and you're going to have better thoughts. Um, versus if you're watching something really scary or bad, like that's going to make you feel bad and you're going to have bad thoughts. Mm-hmm. So that's something that has helped me at least when I'm having bad thoughts. I'm like, okay, I don't have to stress about like, I have to trick myself into thinking good thoughts because it doesn't always work. Right. Um, You can start to try and just do things that will make you feel better. Like go on a walk or literally like trick your body into feeling better. Also with thoughts in general going on that note, 
when you feel guilty for having a thought, like I've, I've done this recently, especially after reading this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope the worst case scenario doesn't happen. Like if something's happening. And I'm like, I hope I don't manifest that. Oh my gosh, like I just had that thought. Am I going to manifest it? And it's not necessarily, again, you have that thought. So it's going to happen like right, right away. It's the feelings that you're putting out into it. It's the energy you're putting into it. So if you don't put energy into that thought, it's it's fine. Like just let it go. Your mind is like a stage and you are not every single thought you have. Like that's not your identity. So if you have a thought, maybe you don't like it. You feel kind of guilty for it. Just don't let it linger. Like that's, you can just let it like go on stage. I don't know where this, um, what is it called? Visual came from, but I've heard it before that like your mind is like a stage. So you can let someone, you can let a thought perform on there for as long as you want. So if you don't want that thought anymore, just picture yourself like pushing it off stage and letting the next thought come on. And whatever thought you're giving your energy to, that's how you're going to feel. I've always loved the quote, um, don't believe everything you think, because sometimes it's easy to think that all your thoughts are just true. Like I have a ton of thoughts. I'd say one of my biggest problems has always been comparing, like just comparison in general. And whether that's comparing myself to myself, literally Mm -hmm. like my previous self, comparing myself to what other people are doing, that's been something that just messes with my mind so much. But knowing that those are just thoughts, they're not even true. To think like, oh, I'm not as good as that person or why is that happening to that person? That's not even, it's, that is literally a thought. Mm -hmm. It's not the truth of what's happening. It's your perception of it. And to to realize that is really actually empowering. Mm-hmm. And which leads me into my next, um, actually perfectly into this, if, if you're ready for me. I'm, I'm ready. like, if you're ready for me to drop <laughs> this ball. Bomb, I mean. Um, like, please don't con- drop the ball. <laughs> it's the concept. <laughs> when those mean two completely different things. Uh, yeah, wow. I just realized that. Um, it's the concept that there is room for everyone. And basically that there's more than enough to go around. And you don't need to feel like if someone else is succeeding or doing something that, number one, you can't do that now, or number two, now suddenly you are less than you were before because someone else is doing something better, mm-hmm. quote unquote, than you. Um, and this is something that I really loved is that she said, like, the simple, just practicing, like, wishing for others to receive good things actually gives you the energy of like, like you will receive more because when you genuinely want the best for other people and you want people to succeed, you in turn will get more of that for yourself. Yeah. And it's raise, it, again, it's like raising your frequency, all of these things. It's like, if it's raising that higher and higher, you're going to attract good things. Yeah. And if you're just, cause that's something like sometimes when, you know, something that I do isn't maybe getting the attention or the recognition that I hoped it would. But then I see someone else is doing something similar or whatever, and it's getting all this recognition. I, like by default, I feel like I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. And like I'm less than them. And why didn't that happen for me? Which and is, it can't happen now yeah, for you. Now yeah, now it can't. Great. And it's, that is uh, the opposite of the energy we should be putting into our lives. Like, it's sometimes hard, but training yourself to truly be happy for people, if they do succeed, that's amazing. Like there's yeah. more than enough to go around for all of us. So why am I mad that you're succeeding? And it feels so much better to feel, we were saying, to be happy for somebody's success than it does to be jealous or to be mad or to be like, you know, again, comparing yourself with it. Yeah. And I think a good way, because that's easier said than done, to be like, just be happy for everyone. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it's, I'm saying that and I still struggle with this every day. Yeah. And well, I, before you go into that, because yours will probably be a little bit <laughs> less selfish than mine, this is a selfish reason and how, like, how to kind of be happier for other people is no, in, in the book, The Secret, she says, if you are thinking, negative thoughts about somebody else and hoping bad things. Because people are like, oh, well, can I attract, like if with this law of attraction, can I wish something bad on someone? And you can't, you can't do it for other people. You can put good energy towards other people. Um, but if you're thinking, I don't want them to succeed. I want them to like fail. Yeah. I want their thing to fail or I want what they're doing to not work so that I can be better again. The energy doesn't know that you're talking about someone else. So they're reading as like, I want to fail. I don't want this to do so good. I want this to, you know, I want to not be successful. 
So selfishly, <laughs> you should not want to. You should wish. not want to do it because it should motivate you that if you're thinking bad about other people, you're attracting bad things happening to you. Yeah, which so. I I 100 believe. Yeah. Like I truly feel like the past year and a half for me have been the hardest, like of my life, career wise, and other and for other reasons. And a huge part of that, I do think, has been just the spiral of negativity that my my self-talk and just the way I've thought of myself and others for this mm-hmm. whole year. And whether or not that's the truth, I know for a fact that being more positive helps me feel better. Yeah. So whether it's like my life is not, you know, a billion times better than it was or whatever, it doesn't matter because the way I feel is. So that's what really matters. But what I wanted to say is an, kind of a practice that you can get into is when you do have a negative thought, like let's say you compare yourself to someone and you're like, well, why did that happen for them? Da, 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 da. Recognize that you had that thought. Again, don't believe everything you think. Realize that you had that thought. Forgive yourself for it. It's fine. You're going to have negative thoughts. It's impossible yeah. to just, there's not one person that never has a negative thought in their mind about themselves or other people. So first step is forgiving yourself and being like, okay, that's, I don't love that I had that thought, but I'm going to forgive myself for feeling that and thinking that. And kind of rewriting it and and saying, whether you want to physically write that out or just in your mind say, how can I turn this around? You know what? There is more than enough to go around. Um, I know that I'm just as, you know, I'm capable of amazing things too. And I want the best for everyone. So I'm happy for them, actually. That's like impressive or whatever. And then, and kind of thinking like, you know, saying a little prayer to God or whatever you believe in, like, please help me to stay this positive and stay in this mindset and let it go. Yeah. Just let it go. That's, that's what we're going to title this. Let it go. Um, going off of that as well, like I heard this about your spouse, like in a, in a church talk, I think actually. And they were saying, if you're really frustrated with your spouse mm-hmm. and there's a million things, like list off all the things that they're like annoying you with or that they're doing that's bothering you or making you upset and write it out in a list and then erase the list like physically do this er- erase the list on your phone if you're doing it I'm like no it's just delete the whole thing and put as many but plus like five of the things that you love about them that like are positive and this is not revolutionary like to do this but one day when Nick was really bothering me I did it and I like wrote down all the things that are annoying me, then I erased it and I started writing down all the things that I appreciate about him, that I love about him and, and things that like he does that are special. And oh my gosh, it literally made me obsessed, like m- obsessed with him versus annoyed with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I I feel like that could work with anybody. Like if you're upset with a sibling or a parent or, you know, one of your friends is making you upset, just think of the positive again. Like you don't have to be thinking of the negative all the time to deal with it. Yeah. I I love what you said earlier about like reality and how people are like, well, that's just the reality of it. Like, why can't our realities be positive and beautiful? Like, why why can't life be that? And I Mm -hmm. think like, I don't know, people think it's naive to think, you know, to think of life so positively. But something that it was in this book as well, um, I'm just going to read it because it's very short, but it says, in order to live, truly live as a super attractor, we must accept that good things can come easily. And that was like, actually really hit me because she said, we're basically taught in our world that everything good has to come from a lot of hard work, blood, sweat, and tears. That's what makes the dream happen. And she was like, why, why does it have to be, why does that have to be the thought process? Why can't we believe that what we want is actually right around the corner? And it's, it's not, it doesn't take blood, sweat, and tears to receive that Mm -hmm. thing that we want. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't take away. It's not just, I'm not saying sit on your butt and just expect something to come from doing nothing. But it's like, we don't need to think that our dreams are so far off that they are absolutely impossible. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. Well, and something in the book that I like too, that goes right along with that is, which kind of made me think too, because I am like all about the how. And they said, don't worry about the how, work on the commitment, the belief, and the feeling. The universe will present you how. So it's not like, okay, it will, again, just bring it to you. But it will, sh- if you're looking for it and you're feeling positive and you believe in it, that, I think that's one of the bigger things is like, you can feel positive, but if you really believe in it and like change your feelings so that you're like, I deserve this. I believe that this can happen. Um, 
then you'll see how it'll be like clearly how to do it. And you won't be like stressed, like, oh, how the heck are we going to get this done? Or how the heck am I going to get my dream house? Or, you know, even in relationships, like how am I going to get some like a good boyfriend or, or a, you know, a significant other that treats me right. And it's all about your energy that you're, again, I feel like to sum it up, it's like the energy you put into it. If it's like positive energy and if you're you're so stressed, like how am I going to meet the right guy? If you just believe that the right guy is out there for you, you know, he's there, you know, he's going to come into your life at the right time and you're looking for it. It's going to happen. I I 100% guarantee to you. I believe that as well. And um, just to make it more clear what I was saying earlier, I don't know if I said it in the best way, but she said in the book too, when you think like, I have to work incredibly hard to succeed or I'm too old to have a baby or like, I'm terrible at relationships. All of those thoughts are backed with like an energy of resistance instead of just like being open. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of why she was saying like, when people say, you have to work so hard. It's like, it's kind of a negative connotation or like a negative feeling and a resistance and a feeling like, you know what I mean? Instead Mm -hmm. of just being open to what's going to happen, I guess, if that makes sense. Definitely. Well, and and it's the same thing as focusing on what you don't want almost Mm -hmm. Um, because they use the example of, of course, the main one is like money for most people, Mm -hmm. especially as you get older and like get into adulthood and all of a sudden you're just stressed about money all the time. And she's saying everyone from the moment that they start working, it's like, I want to be rich. I want to be rich instead of already feeling rich. And that's not necessarily about money in itself, but your whole life, you're like, okay, what jobs am I going to do to make me rich? How am I going to get rich? And by saying that, that purely that sentence, like, how am I going to get rich? I want to be rich. You're suggesting that you're not already rich. Mm -hmm. And so if you're feeling grateful for the riches you already have in life, Again, it doesn't have to be money. It can be a lot of other things, blessings. Mm-hmm. If you already feel rich, you're going to attract more you know, quote unquote rich things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if you're focusing on how poor you are, you're going to notice how poor you are and you're going to notice how m- many things you can afford. And even in the book, she challenges you. So she's like, just for 30 days, don't say, I can't afford that. Do not say that. Think, I can afford that. I can afford whatever I want. I can, and it doesn't mean like you go out and spend all this money, but we were even saying it's kind of, it can be taken bad if you do it in the wrong way. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying, I'm not saying to go out and spend your entire bank account knowing you can afford it, but I've seen this in my own life and in people I know that they're constantly saying, I can't afford this. It's like they're manifesting that they can't afford it. But if you're like recently, I just want to preface this by saying, I do not have like, I'm not saying I'm super rich or anything, of, but I also don't want to manifest and say, I'm poor. But I want you guys to know that money is not like just, you know. Flowing. Yeah. I mean, it is. <laughs> but with Sophie's vet bills, they are not cheap. They're like thousands of dollars. Yeah. And the other day when we had to take her into an emergency vet, which you know, guys know is probably, it is way more expensive than the regular vet because mm-hmm. it's an emergency clinic. I usually think, oh my gosh, how are we going to afford this? Like, And this time after I read this book, I was not worried about money. I was like, you know what? It's going to be fine. I, I didn't even think about the money. I know we can afford this. And I looked in my bank account and we had just gotten, like literally we had just gotten paid. And I was like, that is not a coincidence. I know no, it's not. And like, got- I know that I, by me thinking, because I was terrible at having the mindset of like, I, I'm, I can't afford that. I can't afford that. We can't afford that because we've had like money trauma in the past. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to get back there. But I was doing exactly that, focusing on what I didn't want to happen yeah. instead of what I wanted to happen. Well, and and also we were not expecting to get paid that day. No. When you say we got paid, you meant you and I. Yeah. And, and we did get paid that day. And it was a surprise to me as well when that money hit our bank account. And it was like, I believe for you, that was not a coincidence yeah. at all. Because it was very random. It wasn't it was. like a you know, we don't get paid on like the same day every month or anything like mm-hmm. that. So it was like the perfect timing to kind of prove to me that I was like on the right track with things. Like, yeah. And Nick was saying, it makes me feel so much better when you're not stressed about money. It makes me feel like I am, like we are both capable of doing things and making it work. Definitely. And I've just noticed a big shift, not not even necessarily in the amount of money we have, but in the attitude, attitude in my motivation to make money, to work, and all that stuff. It's truly, again, 
for the thousandth time what you put your energy into. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think that can also be said. Like Chelsea and I did a little yoga session the other day on our What We Said um, account. We went live with Chelsea's sister and we did a little yoga thing. And then afterwards, um, I was over at their house and Chelsea, Nick, and I were kind of talking about the law of attraction. And we were talking about what book she had read. And we were kind of preparing for this episode a little bit. So we were just chatting. And I was in the best mood after that conversation. And I went home and I shared some of the stuff that we talked about with Leif. And I was just saying, you know, like what you attracted. And we were just talking and Leif was feeling so excited and so positive. And I was telling him, this is so interesting that a few days ago, this was not our mindset. A few days ago, we were actually in kind of a weird headspace about the same exact situations. But but with the shift of just positive thinking, we now are excited about the future. And I, I was also telling Chelsea, I feel like ever since I've been being more positive, I've had so many great ideas that have been coming to me. Whereas I felt like literally my mind was just, felt like there was a disconnect from yeah. what was happening a few months ago. Like I truly felt like, I don't know what I'm doing, where I'm going. I have no good ideas. And ever since just really trying to make this shift where I am trying to focus on the positive And also where I am spending less time on my phone and like trying to read more. I feel such a shift in my life to where I feel so excited about the future. I feel excited about certain, you know, opportunities. And also it's so interesting because this time that we're in is so uncertain uncertain, and and it's the most positive I have felt in Mm -hmm. a long time, which I just feel like is even more proof that when you focus on the good, the good gets better. 100%. And with all of these things, I know it's hard to necessarily, you know, make the change right away. I'm not going to say ever since I read the book, I've never felt negative because there have definitely been days when I'm like, how do I get out of this headspace? So I'm going to give you some tips on how to do that because I've been struggling myself with it, especially when things happen. And it's like, again, like things you almost have to worry about. Like when Sophie was sick, it's like, I can't just be positive. Like she's fine and not take her to the vet. It's like, okay, I need to think, okay, when should I take her to the vet? Like how bad is she? Um, Well, that's what I think is important to talk about is that believing in all this stuff is not living in la-la land. It's not saying, you know, if there's ever a problem, you don't face it. Like again, there are always going to be challenges in our life and it's about facing it with the most positive mindset we can have, forgiving ourselves when we're negative because it's going to happen, and knowing that everything bad, quote-unquote, that happens to us that's hard will help us become better. Yeah, That's what it's about. That's the attitude that we should all try to be striving for, you know? Definitely. And something that Abby said, actually, and that yoga thing, um, the yoga session when we went through, she just shared a little piece of advice afterwards about worrying and stress. And Abby, you don't know if you haven't listened to the episode, we interviewed her like almost two years ago when we started the podcast about anxiety. She has had like anxiety disorder ever since she was little. She's definitely a worrier. Yeah. (laughs) And she was saying something that helps me so much when I am just stressing all day. I give myself 25 minutes a day and I just sit and like I either meditate or like lay down and I think of everything. I worry for 25 minutes straight and I just think of everything and think of solutions, you know, take it as it is. And then after that, I'm done. Like for the rest of the day, I'm like, no, I already had time to worry about that. I don't need to worry about it anymore. And if you do, like the next day, you can worry about it then. So I kind of took that and used it when Sophie was having like certain health problems because I was telling Nick, I'm like, I'm trying to stay positive, but I also am trying to know when, you know, what I should do. And I kind of did that. I was like, okay, let me take it really fast. Let me examine what's going on. Okay, this is happening. I need to do this. Like, okay, well, maybe it's this. So after I worried about it, figured out a solution, I just stopped worrying about it. I'm like, okay, I can still be positive as we're taking her to the vet that like whatever is the best thing for her is going to happen. Whatever is like, you know, going to be the best for her, what's going to be the best for us, that the vet is going to know what to do. Like just everything, you can still be positive. And I was sitting in the car telling Nick, I'm like, I can't help but have negative thoughts right now. Like, I'm I'm thinking of what ifs, like the worst case scenario. Like I don't want to be thinking that, but I don't know how to switch it. And so I literally looked on Pinterest and looked up positive thought affirmations mm-hmm. and started reading them out loud. And it literally changed my feelings automatically. It's insane. I started reading like even just the the cheesy ones that you see, like my thoughts do not control my emotions, like blah, 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 blah. Like just reading all these other things, like life is good, blah, blah, blah. And it changed my perspective so much. 
And I was able to think more clearly because I wasn't panicking and, and having anxiety about it. And I was ready for whatever results or whatever, you know, diagnosis came your way. Yeah, whatever came our way. So another little tip for, so for, for that, that's my tip is to literally Google or have affirmations that you know work for you or for certain situations to read them out loud. Because again, your thoughts are going to change your feelings. And if you're feeling better, you're going to have better thoughts. So that, and then also a great thing for in general to be able to like think more positively and visualize your future, visualize what you want is to have literal dream boards or, Mm -hmm. you know, Pinterest is great for that. You can go and pin like your dream house, the dream place you want to live. Don't be afraid to like, your, your visualization is so powerful because you're putting yourself in the position. And again, like I said, with the Tesla, when you're picturing, okay, I'm in my dream house. I'm walking around in my dream garden. This is what it looks like. This is how it smells. I feel so peaceful. I'm so excited, so grateful for it. It already feels like you got it. So you're not having expectations and Mm -hmm. you just, you can let it go. Mm -hmm. And so having a Pinterest board dedicated to like your dreams, I I think is great um, to help you visualize it. I literally have like pictures of houses and family rooms and and gardens, dogs, like dogs with kids, like just random things that I'm like, I want for my life. Mm -hmm. And so then you're going to be looking for those things also. You're going to notice them more. Um, And another little tip, this is kind of a weird tip, but if you're visualizing, visualize movement instead of just a picture Mm. because it helps you put yourself in in that place environment. Um, For example, like the car thing, visualize you like steering the wheel or you know, in your garden, like planting something instead of just the picture of it, mm-hmm. you know? I like that. Um, it helps you have, it makes the feeling more real. And this is just another kind of off-topic thing, but another testament to this working is the placebo effect that I'm sure you guys all know about. <laughs> I feel like to me, that's the thing that I'm like, of course, your your thoughts have so much physical power. Right. Not just like power to change your perspective, but I believe that your thoughts have power to change things. Mm -hmm. And um, people who have go on trial, like, you know, what if it's for medicine or something like that, and they have the same symptoms, they give some people the placebo, which if you don't know what that is, it's like basically an empty pill that has no, it's just probably sugar or something. Mm -hmm. And then they give the other person the actual medicine. Most of the time, the people with the placebo effect will also get better because they believe that they're getting the medicine. So that in their mind, they're like, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. And their symptoms start to get better. Because their thoughts because, are yeah, so powerful. Yeah, because their thoughts are so powerful. And another thing with um, thinking positively, sorry, I'm kind of going on rampage, but <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like tangible thoughts or mm-hmm. tangible tips um, for using the law of attraction. Another thing is smiling and laughing, again, is kind of the same thing as having positive feelings and positive thoughts. So there was a story of a woman who had cancer, she had a tumor. And she was like, I just did not put any bad energy into my sickness. I put all good energy in there. I was always laughing, was always smiling, trying to do happy things all the time, never was sitting and moping about it. And she's like, and she didn't have, um, she had like a life expectancy. They'd given her a couple years or something to live and she's still alive and she's cancer free now. And she was like, they did not expect that. It was a miracle, but I truly believe it's because my thoughts were so positive that I truly believe I got rid of it by myself. Wow. Well, I'm sure with the help of, you know, right. medicine as well, but she was saying without that, I would be dead. Wow. I I kind of want to end with this, this thought and it's just be satisfied with what is. And that's um, just a thought from this book I've been reading. But she basically says the reason that you want every single thing you want, the, the things you dream about, the reason you want them is because you think that you will feel really good when you get them. Like that's why we want everything in our lives. But if you don't feel really good on your way to there, then you can't get there. And you have to be satisfied with what is, with what your life is while you're reaching for more. And I loved that because I just think like we all have dreams, but we have to be happy in the moment with what our life is and be okay with what our life is while still striving for more. Mm-hmm. And um, something else that I touched on earlier that I just kind of want to end with is like just being happy and having fun and how important having fun is. I know that sounds so silly, but um, she said, 
having fun is like a magnet for miracles. Like it truly is, it's like you're saying laughing and having fun is such an attractive thing. Like you, you picture anyone for me, like anyone that I love following on social media, I just feel like they're having fun. Like Mm -hmm. they're authentic. They're having fun. I love watching their life because it's, it's fun and it's it's happy and it attracts me to them. And like, I'm like, I am attracted to another man. The same joke. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I think that can be said for like really anything. And, and also the people that I love to be around the most are the people who are just positive and fun. Like that is so much more fun (laughs) to be around Mm -hmm. than someone who's negative all the time. Yeah. I even think about my family growing up, I always thought it was a really bad thing that we always made a joke about everything. And we were always joking and laughing and we're like, we can never be serious. But I love being around my family. Like it makes me feel so comforted and peaceful, even though we are joking and and sometimes not, you know, positive joking. But for the most part, it really does make you feel just so good. Yeah. And those are the people you want to be around. Not necessarily the people who are always reality, like people who are like, oh, come back to reality. Don't be in La La Land. You can't always joke about everything. And I'm not saying you have to joke about everything. Yeah. Not make everything a joke, but have fun with it. And this is my health coach and me coming out, going off of what you just said. Mm -hmm. The same thing applies. And I've seen it happen so much, especially in my own life. When you're wanting to be healthy and when you're wanting to, you know, lose weight or something like that. And if you're focused so much on enjoying your health journey and enjoying what you're doing and eating and exercising and and you love your body right now, not like you love it for what it is going to be. It's like you love it as it is, right? Everything that it, you, when you look in the mirror at this moment and you love every single part of you, I promise you, you will reach your health goals. Right. And again, because you're not so emotionally attached to them because you're already happy. Mm-hmm. This is, it, it applies to everything again. But I've seen it, especially with me and health. When I used to like literally just do everything in my power to have the perfect body and to be the epitome of health, I was so unhappy and therefore so unhealthy versus now I feel like I just love my body for how it is, even when it changes, you know, based on the day of the month or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. if I have a weekend where I eat a lot or a weekend where I don't eat, I love it no matter what it looks like. And therefore I'm never feeling deprived of health. Yeah. Even if I eat Oreos for breakfast, like I never feel that because I've come from the opposite side, so I'm not tooting my own horn here. I'm saying I've experienced that and I've seen it in people. So if it is something that you're struggling with, I know a lot of people are during quarantine. They're like, oh, I'm going to gain so much weight after this. It's like, figure out how to love yourself and be happy now now with how you are and stop worrying about what could be or what you don't want. Well, and I I think even with just this situation, and this is where we'll maybe finally actually end, but like with this situation of quarantine, I don't even remember where, like where this thought came from. I feel like I saw something that spurred it on social media or something, but um, basically just the concept of like taking, or maybe we talked about this, but taking what's happening as just it, I know this phrase, I use it all the time, like it is what it is and take it as basically don't compare like your old life to what's happening now. This is just your life right now and make the best of it and have fun. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's just so common for people to be complaining about it on social media. Like oh, once we finally get out of this, it's like, l- this is life right now. Mm-hmm. So enjoy it. Yeah. Have fun. And I'm not, again, I'm not discrediting everyone who is struggling. Everyone is affected by this. And I'm not, you know, people are losing their lives. And I'm not saying to just be be ignorant to that at all. But I'm saying make the best of your situation. We're all in this together. We're all in quarantine. Let's be as positive and have as much fun as we can while we are in this situation. And we'll come out of the other side better people. Yeah. And it's not always easy, especially if you've been in a negative mindset to find the positives. So you might have to look, you might have have to to look a little harder. Yeah. And you might have to search, but once you start to notice good things, you will notice a lot more. It's like we say, when you, when you wake up in the morning, you stub your toe the rest of the day, you're like, why are these things happening to me? It's because you noticed that one stubbed toe. And then you start noticing every other thing. Versus if you get up and the first thing you do is like super inspiring or like you get a text from someone you weren't expecting, you're you're, the rest of your day, you're like, this is the best day. Yeah. 
So make that your life. You That's know? right. Looking for the good. Put put energy into the good things and you will attract good things. Yeah. Hope you guys amen. amen to that. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and that it brought you some positive vibes. I know I'm feeling good and I'm feeling inspired. Um, and yeah, just hope that you guys are hanging in there and can take something positive from this episode. I feel like this is one of those episodes we should have said in the beginning that you could definitely take a lot of notes on. Mm -hmm. But check out The Secret. Check out Super Attractor. Those are both really good books. You can look up The Law of Attraction and watch YouTube videos on it. It truly is something that has shifted both Chelsea's and my my mindset. And I just think we just wanted to share it with you guys. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Um, Thanks for listening to our bonus episodes. You guys are real ones if you're listening to the bonus episodes. More to come. And we will see you guys next Tuesday. And that's That's what what we we said. said. Goodbye.